Hess. Welcome to Yelling About Pate. I am Carl Hess. With me, as always, Joel Miller. Yowza! No. That's my new no. that's my new sign on. No. It's Yowza. I have to put my foot down. I Let give you a yowza. lot of I give you a lot of leeway with these sign ons, but I don't know about Yowza. Although we could take it in like a zoo crew direction. Sure. I yeah. mean wherever. Wherever it needs to go. It's K Man and the Jester. Yeah, dude. I'm I'm like uh I'm like sand in the wind, dude. You know, you never it just <laughs> It's so there's so much of it. It just, you never know where it's going to end up. Mm. But uh, I think Yowza's, you know, it's not my best, but it's you know, I feel I think I've done worse. You're straight out of the tattoo chair, so maybe you're feeling yeah. a little woozy. Four hours in the in the tattoo chair today. Yeah, four hour four wow. hour tattoo. Session. And then he still does the podcast, folks. He does it all for you. It's called commitment. It's called something being that a champion. Mo- and I'm not going to lie, honestly, some of what most of you are lacking. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it right now. Find me. Four hours seems like too much for a tattoo. It's not. I don't know. It's you not. have a lot. I've done. Uh, like I was telling you before, I, I've done a few seven-hour sessions. That's that seems too long. It's. I mean, you know, there's breaks. That's like you know, a work you take, day. You're like you're like clocking in. I was. Yeah. No. I was like. It was like That's uh, too much. What was it? It was like the Flintstones where you come in, right, you punch exactly. in, and like someone, little whistle. Like, yeah, someone grabs a parrot's tail, and right. like that's how you know it's over. Yeah, if if your tattoo sitting is a work day, that might be too. Yeah, late. no, that's. I mean, it was it was a lot of work, but you know, it was you know well worth it. You know, okay. you got to suffer for your art. Okay, well, I, I mean, I haven't seen your. It's on your back. I haven't it is, seen yeah, it. I'm part assuming of, it's, it's part of a, a very big back. A piece. large American eagle that says "Love it or leave it." It's actually just a. It's just actually just a pair of American eagle jeans. So, <laughs> I because I, I, I'm I I'm a, I'm an American. American patriot, but I'm also really into denim. So <laughs> you, no, you're not an American patriot. You're just a fan of the brand American I'm just, Eagle. I just, I can't help it. I just, they just quality work. You know, game recognized game. Okay, well maybe after we're done recording, you can pop your shirt off. Yeah, not sure. during. It'll be too distracting for me. No, I, I gotta focus. I don't want you to be like like a cartoon wolf. My tongue rolls out of my mouth. Yeah, you do. It's a a double take. I believe it's called a double take. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I'm glad your jaw falls on the floor. Glad you're all right. Back up. You know, I'm glad you're here. I'm fine. No, no blood loss. It's Thanksgiving week. Um, It is. I've kind of already done my Thanksgiving because I'm not going to be with my family uh, on actual. Because it's someone's birthday. No, my birthday is the Sunday after Thanksgiving. My birthday is upcoming. Close enough. But I was with the family last week. We were doing a lot of cooking. um, You know, a lot of uh, wine drinking, as you do. And it was it was just a good week. Somebody somebody had some what imperials and some uh, Jeroboams and some no, some, no, uh, no. some magnums that were uh, I afoot. Bought, I bought one magnum, but I will say over the course of a week we put away a good amount. Of, I was like proud of me and the that family. Was, that, yeah, I that mean, was a lot of wine. At least thirty bottles in the course. I mean, seven full days. This is nothing. Nothing. And crazy. this is a, this is a fit family, folks. So yeah, you can do it too. Exactly. You too can drink thirty bottles of wine and still look like Carl Hess. This is just a. PSA to tell you that if you th- if you think you're not drinking enough wine with your family, step it up. Yeah, step it up a little bit. Uh, speaking of drinking, we got to give a shout out to the sponsor, Ford's Gin, ladies and gentlemen. Ford's Gin. Ford's Gin. It's good. Ford's Gin. Rub a dub dub. There's some gin in your tum. <laughs> Ford's Gin. Joel is slowly working on a tagline, but uh, I'm doing much like Yowza, I don't know if that's. I'm not saying it's going to catch fire, but I'm I'm just saying that you know. You have to try. That's true. You got to try. Because well, if you're well, not here, trying, then it's just Here's their like actual ridiculous. tagline. Ford's gin. The cocktail gin. That's pretty good, The right? cocktail that's gin. That's pretty good. Uh, th- that, that seems like very, like, it's like, uh, that's like an ad, like, in the, like the 70s. Well, that's what I'm in, saying. In Playboy. That's you know what I'm what saying. I mean? like, it's, it's like, it, it has, like, an old school elegance, like, Ford's gin. The, co- the player's I, gin. I remember, <laughs> I actually remember seeing in an old Playboy 
Um, it was a Hennessy ad. Oh, it those old ads are insane. And, the, and, they're, and it's like, no one went pro- harder it's like than kind of ads. like problematic. Oh, where it was very like, problematic. It was like, Hennessy, what better way to test the waters? And it's like a girl in a bikini, like, and a guy like touching a pool. And you're like, ooh. Well, you know the classic Billy D. Williams Cult 45 one, where it's just like holding Cult 45 next to a woman. It's like, works every time. <laughs> I mean, that's. <laughs> That, that was the golden age of advertising. Yeah, we no, don't have shit like that anymore. That's, that's some real mad Now you got to, uh, you know, advertise your cool gin brand on a cool podcast. What well, times have changed. They really have. No one's reading Playboy anymore. You got to get to the podcast circuit. Were but, people reading Playboy before? Oh, was yeah. that what, was that what people had, hitting the hard-hitting articles? Well, they were they were paging through, yeah. looking for some action. They were looking, it was like, that was the scrolling through Instagram of its time, right? I, I do feel like when you're like posted up with a martini in your hand, that you do get some of that little old school elegance you know yeah of course i mean as maybe you're not in a grotto but like you're you're chilling and you're feeling good (laughs) smart bunnies have (laughs) so shout out to the sponsor forge gin obviously we're moving into the season of excess there's going to be a lot of drinking and i don't think you can do better than a well-mixed ford's martini for a holiday beverage i wholeheartedly agree or a gin ricky or a gin ricky you know i'm a big ricky guy i love me a highball Mm mm-hmm and it's just a, don't go complicated. And, and it goes great with all the rich food we'll be consuming. Um, yes. Have you? So you're not doing anything on Thursday? Well, no. I'm you're actually alone. You're sad. going out to the desert. I'm going to the high desert. I'm going to Joshua Tree, California. There you go. I'm going to be with top 10 guests, Randy Litke and Danny Palumbo. Hey, that's both a power trio. Talented chefs in their own right. Power trio. So I'm going to be doing a lot of watching them cook. And eating. While I'm drinking. Yes. Uh, Ford's martinis and wine and encouraging them. Yes. Uh, I'll, Everyone I'll, needs support. Oh, I'll be like, I'll chop some shit. I'm great at chopping, but go. like, you know, when it comes to the the real shit, I'll, I'll let them take the lead. But I'm looking forward to just a uh, a chilled out weekend, a chilled out birthday holiday weekend of yes. a lot of cooking. And you're what, 38 now? I'll, I'll be 38 years that, old. So you're in your late. So now you're te- you're in your late 30s. I'm in my late 30s. Because 37 could be considered right. mid. 37. If you're still saying mid, though, you're hanging on. That, it's no, just like get real. You're, you're clinging. You're clinging to the edge yeah. of like the building <laughs> with like two fingers, and a caterpillar is walking gracefully yeah. across that. Yeah, you're clinging to reality with two yeah. fingers. 30, you're still 38. You're mid. just like yeah, I'm like late. You're like basically 40. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. I'm looking down the barrel of 40. We are looking down the barrel of 40. But I'm feeling are. good. You know, I'm, you don't I'm, look a day over 34. Yeah, I, I'm, I feel like the. Desert's a great place to bring in your birthday. I'm a big Joshua Tree fan. Who isn't? Um, and if you're not, what's wrong with you? There's a new cool bar. The owner of the Little Joy in Echo Park, Joaquin, he opened a, a bar out there during the pandemic called Out There Bar. Also got to give a because shout Because, brother, it's out there. It's out there, baby. And I uh, got to give a shout out to uh, Holly and the Last Word Hospitality crew. They opened Red Dog Saloon yes. out there in Pioneer Town during COVID, which I have been to. Yes. But I haven't been able to go inside because I was there during COVID. And if you don't know Pioneer Town, it was built during the 40s by like Roy Rogers and Gene Autry to shoot Western movies. But now it's just like. It was a set. Yeah, it was just a set. It was a set. But now it's like an actual town. And, uh, you know, Pappy and Harriet's a very popular music venue and restaurant is there. But the Red Dog Saloon, I mean, something about walking into a saloon. I mean, I've seen it inside. The du- I like the double, in. the double doors. Yeah. Like, like you kick spin, it open like you you're Yosemite in, Sam. You swagger in. Maybe you hit the spittoon. Order a sarsaparilla <laughs> if one is into sarsaparillas. Yeah, I, I don't feel like I can order a martini and saloon. I feel like you got to order like you gotta straight whiskey. Beer. Straight whiskey. Whiskey or beer? Shot of whiskey and a beer. Sure. Mm-hmm. 
And but like I would imagine that if they were doing beer, they had those like long st- I don't know what they're called, the stick that goes on the top of the fucking yes. beer. Like that the like, foam scraper? Sure. Is that what it's called? I don't it's probably called something else, yeah. but let's say foam scraper. Yeah, that guy better have like handlebar mustache. That's the one time I want my bartender to have handlebar mustache. Just like mustaches. a guy in the corner playing that like ragtime right. like piano. And he turns around and I go, "Don't stop now." And then he just keeps going. No, he's like one of those guys who like, you know, the thing I always loved about the Old West kind of like vibe in like movies and shit was that every time in a saloon a fright fight would break right. out, that piano you player never stopped yeah. playing the piano. Well, it's, it's in the classic uh, saloon piano player contract. If violence breaks out, you start playing harder and faster. Because yeah. first of all, now you're the soundtrack to a fight yeah. and a shootout. And second of all, we got to cover up the screams. Uh, you get shot with a cis gun in the gut. It does not feel good. No, that's, that's painful. You're going to be moaning. You're going to be on the ground. This guy's over here playing Scott Joplin, covering it right up. Uh, so I like that cowboy vibe. I, but th- that does remind me of this. I've been thinking about this, and I want, you, I, I want to put this question to you. Because sure. I think you're uniquely positioned to help me with this. I appreciate that. As a man who does a burger pop-up. Yes. Burger hell. Very good. Very good. So a Western burger. When, sure. when you see it on a menu, you have one on your menu. You see it on a menu, it usually has onion rings, barbecue sauce, and bacon. Uh, okay, so that's like a standard. So, that, so that's like um, that's like saying like um, all like all like uh, adhesive strips or band aids. You know what but I mean? I'm saying, like a band aid is specific. I'm saying a Western burger usually has at least two a, of those things. A, a Western burger is a burger in my mind is a burger with barbecue sauce on it. That's okay. what makes it a, a Western. Okay. But you know it always I mean? has fried onions on it. It can. I mean, onion rings are just like on onions. Like our our burger, which we do, we call the Yeehaw Burger. Great name, by the sure. way. Sure. Very good Trademark name. Joel Shout Miller, out to Yeehaw Burger. Um, is just, uh, is raw onions. We just do a lot of raw like onion that. on that. So it's barbecue sauce, uh, sarsaparilla, or root beer barbecue sauce, and, um, you know, cheese, uh, pickles okay, and, so here's my and a lot of raw onion. Here's my question. So I think it's just like a prerequisite a classic, to have like onion and barbecue sauce combo. A classic Western burger, onion rings, barbecue sauce, probably bacon, you know, especially in the fast food context. Right. Here's, here's my point. Cowboys did not eat that. Cowboys ate beans. So a Western like- burger should be a hamburger with beans on top. Okay, so are you be talking like baked beans, like on top? Campfire or, beans, or, baked beans, or whatever. Hear, or hear me out. You take that those beans, you make a little spread, and that's that's the Ooh. sauce for the burger. Okay, yeah, th- I would I would take that as more Western because first of all, barbecue is not Western. Barbecue is from the South. Uh, but there is, I mean, but there is a Western style of right, barbecue. Barbecue, putting barbecue sauce on something doesn't make it more Western. St. <sighs> Louis, like the the Kansas City is like the the so- real saucy one. That's, but that's that's. You know, that's people, Missouri. People consider that that was that's the, the South. But that's the thing. That was the West for a lot of people. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. The, the West was before the Rockies. No one, no one but, fucking knew what was going on but, over there. But Western burgers didn't exist then. A lot of things didn't exist then. I know, but I'm saying the Western burgers are modern conception. Why does it have barbecue sauce on it? Why I, does it have onion rings on it? I think because that Western thing. I think people equate cowboys to barbecue for some reason no, wrong cowboys because, ate beans but like there's, and they made but, coffee but in a is, sock okay, so let's think about it like like this there were cowboys in texas texas has its own style of barbecue texas is still in the south right sure but that's well, what, texas is texas texas is texas but that's still like kind of western southern right mm. that's not like super far off so i think that that might be more regionally directed towards like a texan style i want someone authentically burger. to be like here's a cowboy burger and it's 
just a just a patty, baked beans on top. I think that could be good. I feel like a Western burger would, like just a be like, it would just be like a ribeye and and like a bun around it. No, because cowboys didn't it. need steak. They were they didn't have enough money for that. They they were out on the range. They were camping. They were making pots of beans every night. They were making coffee in a sock in the morning. So it's just basically a Western burger would just be beans inside a fucking bun. Well, there would be a burger because it's a Western burger. It's a cowboy burger. What is like, a bur- does a burger have to be made from meat? Well, I, I, would, ah. I would say in this case, yes, it would. Because, you know, cowboys are, are you know, it's, it's beef. It's cows. It's their, yeah, but, uh, but the beeves, as they call them. Uh, but if, they're, if you're saying they're just drinking co- coffee sock shit and they're eating just baked well, beans, beans, the beans, they is, actually had held a pretty vegetarian lifestyle. The beans is the cowboy part. The burger yeah. is the burger part. The it's a cowboy the burger. burger. It's like baked beans. Were they eating lots of burgers back in like the no. mid-1800s? No, probably not. Yeah. But I want, I want a baked bean cowboy burger. And I think this could, you know... We're reaching saturation with smash burgers. I think the new thing We've could be baked, saturation with baked bean cowboy burgers. And I'd be the first in line, let me tell you. I love baked beans. The only way that baked I would... Be, I love if, beans, It would but have I to be very beans. authentic as there would have to be like a kettle over an open flame. Yes. And the beans are like That would be on the poster. There. Yeah. Yeah. And then Carl's Jr. picks it up and everybody wants a bean burger. I, I, you know, I, 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 think, I think we're on to something. But they didn't have time to fry change. onions. They were... They were they all had chlamydia. <laughs> they weren't. They didn't. Have, they couldn't. You think old Cookie after chuck wagons frying up onion rings? No, he's very hungover. Don't make him heat up hot oil. You meet a cowboy named Cookie. <laughs> Cookie's the cook. That's what oh, they call oh, him. Cookie, Cookie. Yeah. You okay. don't know shit about cowboys. I, I, and you and you have a yeehaw burger on your menu. Well, and I, you I claim never, to represent cowboy. I I never claim to represent cowboy. By the way, if you're a cowboy, please send all your yes. hate mail to Carl Hess, <laughs> Kara, P.O. Box. Four two zero six nine, your mom street. I will say that I like that you do it with a raw onion because that's actually better. Big fan of raw. Onions. It's kind of like almost like the McRib, where it's raw onions and then a lot of sauce because you got to cover up that horrible rib thing. Nobody yeah, wants that's, to see I mean, that. That's just uh, that's just pressed meat. That's just a... that's just rough. But it works <laughs> and the pickles. I, I've never had a McRib in my life, oh, so okay. I mean that's on the t- on the things like uh, since I eat garbage. And I did go to Burger King today. Yeah. I did. Okay. Because they had ghost pepper chicken nuggets, and they were very good. Okay. So I got I got to, I got to read this to you. Um, did someone did someone write in about, no, I about saw my this, affinity for Burger King? I, it has to do with Burger King. I saw this online, and it's so grim. It's like it speaks to this late capitalist hellscape that we live in. First of all, take a look. It's a picture of a bunch of old people on a poster. It's a Burger King poster. I like that it's multi-ethnic. Yes, too, it's, a, it's a very diverse <laughs> group of very old people. And it goes, who says you have to retire? This is a recruiting poster. Oh, this is to get old, old people, people to work, to at, work Burger at Burger King. King. Let me read you the copy. Uh, who says you have to retire? At Burger King, we welcome your experience and leadership. If you're energetic, friendly, and service-oriented, we have a full or part-time position on our team for you. And I was like, this is Joel's pension plan. I, I just, Joel is never going to retire. I just like that they that they say are like energetic like for the right. first for the, Don't the come first in thing, if you're busted. If the first thing for a retiree which would be <laughs> like 75, it's like, yo, do you have any extra energy? Are well, you why don't energetic? you come and hang out here, man? Can you walk across the room uh, without <laughs> shambling or falling over and shattering your hip? Bone? That just always remind that will now forever remind me of uh, when Grandpa Simpson took the job at Krusty <laughs> burger and he was like playing with the knobs like he was trying to get on like a ham radio and like like you know like uh radio his platoon like down in (laughs) you know world war ii 
It is it is sick that The Simpsons has covered every facet of our society. Yeah, you and can't escape even it. the worst shit that looks like a parody like this. It's like, oh, it's been done. I just love. I, I mean, this just speaks to like the shortage of like people that are like, that exist to want to well, work these. Joel, jobs. if you want Burger King to exist, you need to put up or shut up, my friend. Maybe you need to get in there. You're energetic. Uh, sure. I mean, I don't want to. All right, hold on, hold on. Let me let me continue. You don't want to shit where you eat, man. I I, want, I don't want to work at a place where I like to go. Well, let's be honest. When you eat a Burger King, you have to shit there immediately. So you are shitting where you no, eat. No, man. It's a it sticks to your ribs, and you feel great. I don't know about that. It's, it's not like you do McDonald's. not feel great. No, I feel great. Because, you know why? Because I don't. I'm not an overeater when it comes to fast food. I, I get think, a I get a, a hamburger. I, don't think that's the issue. I get a hamburger. Okay. And I shared some nuggets with with one of my buddies today, and that was about it. All right. Well, before you say no, let me tell you what you'll find. Com- oh, what are the perks? Competitive the perks. pay weekly, <laughs> sure. flexible schedule, meal discounts, advancement opportunities. You can go all the way to the top, baby. If you give me a meal discount on, and, on something I eat once a month and vacation <laughs> pay. So I'm just saying. Think about it. The vacation. You're not a, you're not a young man anymore, Joel. You got you got to think about the future. I'm getting grays. I mean, look, I'm, I'm looking older. You are energetic though, and I feel like, I feel friendly like and service oriented. Eh, I don't know. I, maybe that's not the job for me. <laughs> yeah. Where can I be surly and annoyed? I want to see you not want to serve leading anyone. a crew of septuagenarians, and they're like, Joel is our leader, and you know what? He he he's really giving me a second lease on life. I had given up after Martha died, but now I'm in here working for Joel. And he re- sure, he spends most of the time in the back eating Whoppers, but he re- really whipped his team into shape. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. Well, if I ever get to the point where I feel the need to work at a fast food place, it would be Burger King, right. I think. Um, actually, or in and out because they, pump, sure, they yeah, offer very good You can make, you can make pay. some actual bang. You can make some money there. Yeah, you can make some money. But uh, – I'm gonna stick with what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Also, yeah. you don't need to you don't need to work at Burger King because you're single handedly keeping Burger King in business. I'm spreading the gospel, man. I mean, how does Christ stay alive in people's hearts? You just have somebody <laughs> talking to many people about it. So you're saying you don't even get a Whopper. You get I never one get, I get a, plain I get a burger. Plain, I get a, I get, not a plane, but I get a I go. Let me one have a, hamburger, I go, please. Yes, it's and it's like a dollar. Like someone at a whatever. 1950s soda counter. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and it's and first throw of in all, a mall. Okay, first of all, I'm. I'm gonna let you and everyone else fucking know it's the Burger King, not the Cheeseburger King, not the Whopper King, not any. If if you're not getting the namesake, which okay. is the burger, right. the burger. If you went up there and I said, "Let me have a burger," they would give you a hamburger. They okay. wouldn't give you a cheeseburger. Okay. They would be a hamburger. So I'm getting the thing that they say they sell, and I'm happy with it. And you know what? I don't want to change because it's what I know and what I like. And it's very good. Okay. They put a lot of mustard on it. That's what I. Like. I actually do respect the amount of mustard they put on. It's a lot of mustard. Mustard is underrated as a burger condiment. It's, that's it's to me. It's the ultimate burger condiment. Mm. I could do it. Uh, is there mayo on there? There's not. It's mm, uh, a lot. Okay. It's a lot more. It's like it's like a two to one ratio of like sure. m- uh, mustard to to uh, ketchup. Okay. And then uh, a pickle. Uh, and that, and that's it. But but it's flame broiled. One of these days, I will come with you, Burger King. I, I've got I, you. Burger I will King tell before. you that I will shit my pants immediately. Just be <laughs> ready for that. I'll, not, I'll do it. I'll do it for the podcast. It's not. I'll like, do it for it's, you. It's not like coffee, dude. It's just, yes. It's, it's not, worse. It's not gonna run through you. Like it's that. already. It's just reformed diarrhea. You know so that, you, like, you, the, you know, ju- like old cookie in the back is just forming <laughs> patties by hand. Yeah, this is the new iteration of cookie. He's he's in Burger King now, folks. I, I, w- I would eat a, a baked beans burger, a baked beans cowboy burger before I would eat a, a Burger King burger. Just throwing that I out just, there. I mean, we're going to try of, it. First of all, Burger King has something called the Rodeo Burger, 
which is what's on there? Fucking onion rings just, and fucking no, barbecue sauce. Actually, actually, I've never, I've never had one, but I, so you can't I believe speak to the rodeo I burger. Believe, can I believe, you? I believe it's just barbecue sauce and like a pickle or something. All right, like well, that. how about this? Next time you do Very a burger cheap. pop up, I will roll in with my own baked beans. I will BYOB. Sure, I'm doing one tomorrow. I will BYOB <laughs> beans, and uh, and I'm gonna dump them on the burger. We'll try. I'm doing it for Mulholland tomorrow. Okay, Let's great. Fucking do it, man. Okay, great. Well, I'll be in the high desert, uh, sipping a martini and shooting a BB gun. Ford's gin martini. A Ford's gin martini. Ford's gin. You're in Joshua Tree? <laughs> Ford's Gin. Ford's Gin. Sobrieties for suckers. <laughs> Ford's Gin. Uh, well, uh, I, did, I did cook some good stuff. We, we, did a, we were down in San Diego. We had rented a house, so I was with the family. So, uh, you know, my older brother's in Denver. My little brother's up in the Bay. My parents live in Philly. So they, they were, like, wanting some seafood. Yeah. You know, the sun was shining. We went to the beach. It was yeah. beautiful last weekend. So we were in, like, a seafood state of mind. As you, we I mean, went I, to, that's what you have to do oh, in, yeah. in San Diego. I mean, we're all seafood people. We went to a really good wholesale uh, fish market. Shout out to Catalina Offshore Products there in San Diego. Got some beautiful fish, uh, grilled, cooked. I did a so a, a staple at our Thanksgiving and Christmas is these sausage stuffed um, uh, mushrooms, like mm-hmm. little mushrooms, yeah, uh, like bell button mushrooms, button or mushrooms or yeah. yeah. And uh, so I adopted that recipe and did like a crab dip stuffed. Button mushroom. Oh, there you go. And some, a bunch of cheese on top, a bunch of cream cheese in there. Wow. A lot of Old Bay. A lot of Old Bay. I mean, that's... It was very good. That is that is uh, decadent. You know, I never really fuck with cr- canned crab meat, and I realized... It's not bad. I'm fucking up. Yeah, canned you know, crab meat. Can it's get, delicious. You can get good canned crab yeah, meat. We got high quality canned crab meat. It makes there everything easy. I can't be in here cracking shells. You can't be taking out cartilage no. inside. That's no, come no, on. No, no, That's no, a no. young man's game. He's 38 almost, guys. The problem is when you dump that whole can in the mixing bowl and you're putting all your shit in. It's like the cake batter. You just want to eat that fucking loose crab well, in maybe, the bowl. Maybe you do, but well, I, of course I, mean, I did. Loose, loose crab is my nightmare. Hmm. You're not a crab guy. You know this. I don't mm. like crab. I don't like lobster. Yeah, okay. I like stuff. I like You're bivalves. You're not a cephalopod. Yeah, I like, bi- I like bivalves and uh, mollusks. Give me those. Sure. Any day of the week. Raw fish, no cooked fish. Well, I'm, we did go to a... Uh, Little Italy is like the cool neighborhood in, in, in San Diego. Little Italy is very fun. We went to Ironside Fish and Oyster, where we went for your bachelor party. We did. and uh, We shut it down there. We didn't drink as much as we did there at, as your, we did for your bachelor party, but uh, we had a beautiful oyster lunch. And I got to say, as much as I like eating oyster for dinner, oyster lunch, you feel... I don't know. It feels, it feels luxurious. I like oyster... I like... I like oysters for lunch more than oysters. It's nice having oysters during the day, it's, especially when the sun's shining. Yeah, it feels good. It feels you get good. a little nice, a little glass of wine. You feel great. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't need nothing. <laughs> you don't need nothing. <laughs> nothing. I've been watching a lot of Seinfeld lately too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like you could always say that. I feel like yeah, I know, but I feel like just like slowly devolving into like a combination of George and Kramer as as right. like time goes. You on. can tell like where you where you are like day to day where you're like, am I feeling George today? Am I feeling Kramer today? <laughs> no Maybe I'm having a Jerry day. I'm never having a Jerry day. You're dude. never I'm, having a Jerry. I'm day? never having a Jerry day. Oh. I don't know why. Hmm. You you uh you've never broken up with a girl for a very minute specific reason. And then just like breezed on with your day and not given a second thought. I mean, George has done that multiple times. So you could do that that's and right, feel right. and feel like and a George went. George broke up with a girl and yeah, then George Jerry, and then Jerry immediately was like, "I like her." It's something about her. It was like the Southern girl, and he's like something about her voice. And he's and he's like talked to George about, it and he's like, "You don't care." And he goes, "I don't care." I don't <laughs> like care. George just moved on, dude. He that, moved on pretty quick with like jobs, that. with gals. Like he never really like kind of like was so overwhelmed by the other by the other entity that he mm. just like 
it like destroyed him. He was never like a, a part of Seinfeld where George was just destroyed. For, oh like, no, he's destroyed a, every episode. No, because he's already at a zero. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. He can't be ground down. Yeah, anymore. No, you can't push down anymore. He's in a constant state of ground down to the most he can be. Uh, <laughs> I love when his mom gets back into dating and she goes talking about getting an eye job and she goes. Well, I'm out there. And he goes, you're not out there because I'm out there. And if I see you out there, there's not enough voltage in the world to electroshock me back into coherence. <laughs> it's uh, one, of those, one of those George lines that lives in my heart. No, I mean, that's, it, it's, it's, it's a good one. Um, do you want to tell the listeners what your back piece was? No. Why not? It's a Western bacon cheeseburger. Fuck, I knew it. <laughs> I knew, you should get a burger tattoo at, at, at some point. I don't yeah no i don't i actually don't have a lot of food tattoos you know what's gonna be a sad day for you uh uh joel's uh pop-up is burger hell but he uses the burger king kind of like oh when i get the ca when you get the cease and desist letter from the corporate burger king office no it's gonna hurt i'll know i made it because we're gonna have to fucking talk that's true there's gonna be some conversations back and forth i'm gonna be like come on guys Let's be cool. Or let's do a burger together, and I'll put my cheese sauce on a burger. Burger King. You know, Take there's that like Taco that Bell cash. thing where they invite like influencers and food writers. It's like the Taco Bell house, and you can like go there and like, like do the, all different the, kind like, of weird like shit. The, Have you like heard the of that Big Brother house or something? Or? No, it's like you can go and like just make whatever combination of product you want, or they're making all kinds of weird With, like, shit. Like all they have the booze. garbage that they have. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if Burger King has one of those because yeah. you would be a top candidate. It's like a, it's like a secret underground bunker though somewhere. They don't. They want to keep things guarded. Burger Kings would be like real shitty. They're like, well, it's outside of Detroit. It's actually more like a warehouse than an influencer activation, but you're welcome to come by. Yeah, just please. Um, Jiggle the lock, and then uh, you want to come to the back. The the passcode is four. (laughs) What? That's one one number. Mm. All right. Well, uh, I think uh, on the subject of of tattoos, I think that's a good segue to uh, to bring in our guest because she's... She probably has the most food tattoos I've ever seen. All right. Should we get her in here? Yeah. All right. Our guest today is Sydney Kramer, food blogger, producer, uh, food tattoo enthusiast. Cookie giver. Cookie giver. Welcome to the show, Sydney. Thank you so much. Sydney just rolled in hot with two very nice bags of chocolate chip cookies. Thank you so much. I know yeah. we keep we keep telling guests that we don't require, pe- but like we're thinking about making a requirement. It, it's a requirement. Joel and I started this podcast yeah. to get free food and booze, and so far it's working out pretty good. I wasn't sure why else you wanted me here, so I thought maybe you'd want <laughs> this to was the one and <laughs> yeah. end of podcast. We're done. Thank you for the cookies. The door is over there. I did. I there's no markings on these, but let no, me tell you, well it's packaged. a very good looking cookie, and I I can see visible sea salt, so I know this is a high end chocolate chip cookie. I used to like stamp them with my like. You made these. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. A little bit of love in every cookie. Okay. Yeah. So, but it looks like it looks like what you'd get at like a high end bakery. It's a li- folks. It's a little plastic bag. It has a cellophane window. I didn't even know you the public could get cellophane window bags. I thought that was professional bags only. I mean, unfortunately, it is from Amazon. Um. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? Nah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, it's beautiful cookies. Thank you. Yes, You're thank welcome. you very much. Of I should have guessed that you made them though, because you kind of first entered the food world as a blogger, but also as a recipe developer. You had a food blog called Crepes of Wrath. I did. Um, this was kind of back in the golden era of food blogging, the yeah. wild and heady days of the <laughs> mid aughts. You, you started the blog in, in that kind of time. Yeah, in like 2008, I think, wow. and it was really, really. We were we were just innocent. <laughs> remember, we remember didn't know 2008? any better. Really, damn. Didn't. A lot of crockpot recipes in the early days. Okay, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. 
But I've noticed that like uh, on your site, which is, is still out there, folks, you can find the Crepes of Wrath. I don't think you, you don't update it no, anymore. No, not anymore. But it's just out in cyberspace. It's there. It's living. <laughs> it's there for you to watch. It's like, it's like a, all of our GeoCities pages. It's out there. Um, but like over the years, you developed hundreds of recipes. A lot, yeah. And I used to have so much free time and energy. I really don't know God. like where that came <laughs> from. But I used to be an assistant, like a hedge fund, so I'd spend like any free time wow. working on that. Right. You were the, you were like, I need to give my life meaning after I get out of the hedge fund. Time to make some amazing cookies. Yep, that was the goal. <laughs> I love when people kind of start as like, you know, food is like a hobby and then it like moves into like taking over their life. Yep. Um, because that's like kind of like how I think a lot of people get into stand-up comedy where they're like, hey, I'll try stand-up comedy. Maybe I'll do a few open mics. And then it's like, I've ruined my life. No way. I feel like everyone I know that does stand-up comedy truly is like, I'm going to be a writer. Right. I'm going to be best friends with like Larry Sanders, Judd Apatow. It's <laughs> right. like, like Larry Sanders. Part of- <laughs> well, you need a lot of self-delusion to become a stand-up comedian. So I feel like that's actually probably pretty accurate. But yeah, like th- those were those were the times when like being a food blogger was like the thing to do though. Yeah, I mean... It was before Instagram. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Free Instagram time. What did people yeah. even do? I Read magazines, God. maybe. I had like a live idiots. journal. Crazy. Who didn't? Yeah. Have Joel a live used journal. to have a pizza blog. I did. Uh, was that on Tumblr? No, that was pre-Tumblr. I, I don't know. I was don't that, know was it GeoCities? I don't think it was GeoCities. It was like it was some, it was like something that hosted lots of blogs. We dug like up some of his old pizza pizza blog, and let me tell you, it's very, very good. Very sexually charged pizza <laughs> content. I'm not gonna lie. Like flip phone I th- photo I think, kind I think of I stuff. Used, I think I used the term mouth banging when oh, I would talk no. about eating pizza. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was no. young. It was like 2007. Right. We all make mistakes. We make mistakes, mm-hmm, but you know, mm-hmm. I, it's still out there. I stand by it. Yeah, whatever. No, if I, you want to find it, go ahead. I stand by those posts 100. percent 100. Joel gets canceled for a pizza blog post from 2000. Paying to host it. <laughs> I, hey, it's still out there, man. Just, just check it out. Well, these cookies look amazing. Did, ha, did you ever like? Do you ever like look back at stuff that you post on your blog and you're like, "What the fuck was I doing?" I mean, it's just more like, I don't know about that, but it's just like the the idea that I was going to uh, open something or write a cookbook or whatever. But like, I have no experience doing any of this stuff. How did you like learn to cook though? Because we're, we're talking hundreds of recipes developed by you. I mean, that's you know, recipe development is like its own thing. That can be very hard to do. I just had a lot of free time. I would like literally mm. sit in my kitchen in Brooklyn, which was huge. Um, honestly, like flex. I could, I could put both of my arms out wow. in any direction. Dude, you <laughs> you could do that in any. You could hula hoop in the, hoop in the, in the middle of that kitchen. Yeah. No problem. So I always exactly. stayed there for so long, and I would just spend every weekend, like Saturday and Sunday, just like testing recipes and goofing around, like buying random things I had never seen before, which was most of it because there was no Instagram and there was not this like, right. you know, plethora of like food content right. available. You had to like page through Bon Appetit. And yeah. Like, Ooh, look at that pan. I used to keep them and like open them up and use recipes from an actual like physical magazine. Wow. <laughs> what? What? Wow. What the hell is that? Damn, that seems crazy. Our younger listeners the are wild, like, wild, wild west back then, 2008. Right like, what is a magazine? What are you talking it's about? It's ads now. I bought one recently recently to be on the beach and it's like 95% like ads for like Velveeta Perfect. which is like, yeah. great I love Velveeta Velveeta's but, great yeah well the you block. can't break that bond <laughs> right you can't break on a bond that's unbroken Velveeta that's the new hot recipe this Thanksgiving is there's like a Stouffer's dupe on New York Times I think uh whoa whoa you're using blogger lingo please back <laughs> it up a little bit Sid but it's Velveeta is a duplication yes okay so you're saying 
someone's achieving the Velvety Velveeta mm-hmm. cheese without using the product. No, no, no. They use, they Velveeta. use Velveeta. They're achieving the, the like uh, microwavable Stouffer's oh. like consistency. Which is plastic. Wait, it's stuffing with Velveeta? No, it's mac and cheese. Mac and cheese, baby. Stuffing in Velveeta? It's what like, are you, a psychopath? I don't know. I, like Stouffer's, Velveeta, what's you? happening right I now? I could definitely see like a Stouffer's mac and cheese stuffing hybrid being on my blog in 2009, 100%. Mm, right. <laughs> what's, what's the hot item? It's, it's just mac and cheese that's good? Well, you know, the Stouffer's mac and cheese is just like that classic like right. microwavable mac and cheese where right. it doesn't matter isn't that how the- hot it gets, mm-hmm. it will... Be the same no matter right. what. Yeah. It's gonna be this nice glossy. The kind one of, that like, you texture. blow on for like a minute and then it just immediately scalds your tongue. Yeah. Nostalgia, you know? Right, exactly. <laughs> You're like, I can't taste anything yeah. anymore. It was just like, you know, like you you would you would wait for a minute on the hot pocket. You'd think that you waited long enough. No, molten lava inside, and now you can't taste anything for days. Yep. Um are you so obviously now we're coming up on Thanksgiving. This episode will probably be Posted the day before Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving Day, depending on how lazy I am. Um, we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find, we'll find out. out. We're going to find uh, out. Happy Thanksgiving to you if it is Thanksgiving. But everyone's getting ready for it. Um, obviously, you're probably in a position of pressure with your friends and loved ones where they're like, oh, Sydney, what are you going to make? You're so good at food and recipes. And you have all these cool food tattoos. You better come through. Like, Do you feel the pressure? Are you making Thanksgiving for everybody? I used to do like a really big 25 plus person That's Thanksgiving That's like at my place. We you would have help though. In Brooklyn, in your yeah. kitchen exactly. that you could. I had a huge yeah. dining room in Brooklyn as well. We would literally put like folding tables in every area. And then once you were seated, you could not get up. No, so, there was like, no that, moving. Yeah. So like as you got your plate, you would like go sit down and then another table <laughs> You're just would stuck open. in. You're stuck God help out. you if you needed to use right. the restroom. Yeah. <laughs> you were not getting One up. One room would sit at the table. Then once there and you set yeah. up the table next to it. And you're just like, you're, you guys are stuck in there. You're in the closet. And then I finally got a deep fryer in 2019. In your house? For, well, like a small one to use the first time. Because I used go to do crazy. 40 pounds level. of fried chicken. Wow. And then the pandemic, <laughs> I know. And it was like my That's favorite thing. My birthday is like right around Thanksgiving every year. So it's like my birthday party. Like my I, birthday is too. Mine's on this Sunday on the 28th. Mine's on Friday the 26th. Oh, hell yeah. There we go. Sages. Yeah. Sag Power Conference. But, but yeah, so pandemic ruined that. And last year we just rented a house in Palm Springs mm-hmm. and we got a uh, slab barbecue. And oh, then this uh, year we're- Shout out to top 10 guests. Shout Bert out Bert Backman. <laughs> I am renting a house this year out in Joshua Tree. Last year I just said fuck it because I was so tired of cooking for the pandemic and got uh, food from top 10 guests, uh, mini kebab. That's what oh. I'm getting this year. I have an Are order you? to pick up t- uh, tomorrow. Yo, yeah. perfect. Shout <laughs> out to Armin you. for holding it Shout down. Shout out to Armin. I mean- I know, like, David Chang posted about this, but I did it before he posted about it. So he probably got it from me. But, like, if you need a large format platter, I don't think you can do better than that fucking make I am so excited. I was the rice so is happy. so good. The rice everything. is so good. Yeah. I mean, everything is so good, yeah. but the rice the is rice. very, very Even, like, the tomato thing, ah, it's just so fucking good. Yeah. I'm very excited for you. Me too. And, and happy I... birthday. Thank you. Hell yeah. Look at us. We're <laughs> living our best life. What are you guys going to do this year? I'm going out to Joshua Tree, and Joel's going to be doing the, with his parents. With my, with my, fa- like, my brother's coming down from up north. My sister's going to be there with her kids. I'll be with my, my daughter so, came down from college. So this is going to be a lot of pressure. At our at our family home, this is gonna be a lot of yeah. pressure though, because it's like well, I made all, you can't fuck all. up the yams. Oh, well, first of all, I'm not fucking anything up. Well, I, I'm I, saying. I, first of all, I already, I already made all the food. By the way, I made okay. it this morning. Pro chef, all move. of it. Pro chef, except for the turkey. My dad's doing the turkey. He uh-huh. does the turkey every year. But uh, I made you know stuffing, and okay. mac and cheese. Okay. Uh, I'll make all the day there. before, and then just heat it up. Yeah, just fucking heat it up. I guess that's the mashed potatoes. What do you put in your stuffing? 
Uh, this year I put um, squash, parsnips, carrot, like mirepoix, uh, confit garlic, and I just used like old ciabatta from my sandwich shop because nice. I had it. Nice. And a lot of chicken stock. Do you just like chop up the confit garlic and put it like, how do you no, put it? No, I pureed it. Oh. <laughs> pureed yeah, it. Pr- we're, just, we're talking professional <laughs> chef yeah, level man. shit. Fucking A. Heavy salt, heavy pepper. Yeah. Call it a day. Lot, oh, a lot of carrot tops. A lot of carrot tops and... Uh, and parsley and okay. chives mm. too. That's a lot great. of green in there. Yeah, you got to do that. You got to off little, balance all the brown food. Little, little bit of sage. Sure. Yeah. yeah. This is when your family is the happiest that you're a tattooed chef. Then they're like, Thanksgiving, finally, Joel's pulling his weight in the family, <laughs> making all I do the it, food. I do it once a year. Yeah. <laughs> so my family can be proud of me. I'm kind of. I kind of want to do a non-traditional Thanksgiving. I was with my family last week. We were discussing this earlier, and uh, so you know, I'm just gonna be with friends. And, like, I'm not married to, like, having... I mean, obviously, I love stuffing. You know, I had a little Friendsgiving party, like, this past weekend. So I had my turkey. But, like, I like the idea of just doing something fucking... I don't even know. Like, pizza. Maybe yeah. I'll just have a, a Thanksgiving pizza party. Why not? Maybe I'll get a fuck. I'll be on Joshua Tree. Maybe I'll go to Pappy and Harriet's and get a fucking ribeye. I don't know. People get really, like, giggly and excited when they're... It's, like, Thanksgiving Day and it's not turkey and stuff. And people are like, oh, my gosh. Right? This it's is like so you're, crazy. It's, it's like you feel like you're being naughty. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. It, <laughs> Somebody it, brought spare ribs? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. It feels good to break uh, societal norms, you know? Somebody brought, like, Peruvian ceviche to my place one time for Thanksgiving. That's, that's a that's, move. Yeah. No one's going to say anything about bringing ceviche to any party. I know. That's, that's always the move. It's actually a great move. Especially, like, with all this heavy food, you want that high-acid, lighter yeah. ceviche. I've, I've tasted, maybe I have a ceviche. Maybe I have a Peruvian Thanksgiving. Go. I can do whatever I want. I really feel like I had Thanksgiving because I tasted everything today. Oh, like I tasted okay. a little stuffing. I tasted a little. Ma- I thought you I, were I'm sluggish. Like, I was like, Joe's yeah, moving no, I'm, slow. I'm very. T- it's not from his four-hour tattoo session. No, it's from. Uh, Did all you get those a new tattoo? Potatoes. I'm just kept kept working on my back. Oh okay. Yeah, <laughs> big old. Guys, I'm in the presence of two tattooed individuals. I feel like a I mean, fucking yeah, square over nothing, here. Man. Johnny clean skin down here at the end of the table. You're all blank, man. Yeah. Um. I mean, we we should talk about it. Sydney, you have a lot of food tattoos. Mm-hmm. You actually were in the Los Angeles Times, the paper of record, uh, oh. as enough. being the food tattoo girl. Not enough news during the pandemic. No, I know. <laughs> They're like, what are we going to do? Yeah. Uh, food tattoos. Get Sydney. <laughs> but, you know, a, a, I read it. It's a very fun human interest story. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a lot of cool tattoos. I want to read one little passage for our listeners so they can... Maybe just like get a little bit of what we're dealing Paint with. Paint us a picture, Carl. Cindy Kramer has the equivalent of your weekly Whole Foods grocery list tattooed on her body. <laughs> Maitake mushrooms, carrots, garlic, banana, cilantro, mint, uni, allium flowers, a prawn, and other inked images wrap around her forearms, snake up the sides of her ribs, and across her stomach, and blanket her thighs. There are more than 20 tattoos depicting herbs, spices, produce, and the specific tools used to cook or serve them. I mean, that's boom. That's, there you go. <laughs> I like that said this Allium. Harris? Allium is written by yeah, Jen Harris. Yeah, Shout out to Jen was, Harris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well written. And, you know, that paints a picture. I'm like, damn. I, you know, and then, of course, there's a picture of you with the story. I mean, shout out to my tattooer, Emily. They M look, Buns on Instagram. They look like, great. She's done the majority of them. I love her. Like, I don't even, like, I mean, I'm sure you feel the same What way. are those, leeks? What are those? Oh. Scallions. Scallions. Oh, okay. Prawn, are you, like, sardines. sick of talking about it? Like, you must have to go over it so many times. I think that people mostly comment on, I have this, like, crab, and then, like, I have a spoon on the back of my arm that people are always, like, right. nice Oh, heroin, huh? But nice cool. spoon, spoony. But it's, yeah, it's weird that, like, that's the thing. I used to everything. shoot H, yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> like, what? Is there a lighter underneath that no. spoon? Get a light under there, bro. Fuck. 
Um, but yeah, Emily, like I walk in the shop, I don't talk to her about it. I'm just like, I want a fish. I want this. And then she just like draws she it just that does day. It. Yeah. And right. I mean, I'm, you know, so like she's the best. Uh, I want to see the skeleton drinking ranch. Skeleton drinking ranch. It's ranch specifically. Wings. All right. Is, oh. is it, I can't see the bottle. It says. It does it? Ranch. It says ranch. Okay. There it is. We <laughs> you have, couldn't fit we Hidden Valley. We did have, talk about doing Hidden Valley, but I <laughs> yeah. think that it. No, but an H and a V on there. Yeah. Like, and, you know, you don't want to get a cease and desist letter from Hidden Valley, and then they're like, I'm sorry, we have or to take a cheese you? grater. <laughs> Our lawyers are coming to take a cheese grater to your arm. Uh, the skeleton drinking ranch and holding yeah. a plate of wings is pretty great. Uh, I, I think that's probably better than anything one. Joel has. I have terrible Joel has a king all. skeleton of some variety. I don't know what he's a king of. Probably other skeletons. <laughs> what are you finishing your back? Uh, Joel, he doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> I, I don't, but He's being very diva-esque about this whole back piece. It's, it's like... I mean, you keep going with it. All so right. it so I, will, I will tell you. It's so a it's giant like, carrot, folks. It's a giant it's, carrot. It's one carrot. It's actually a parsnip, but you can't tell because it's not shaded in yet. No, it's, um, it's like half of like a... Like a face of like a Greek statue, and then a skull, like a skull coming out of it, and then Set. through the eyes are <laughs> one side is like a cobra snake skeleton, and the other side is an actual cobra snake. This sounds like a Rob yeah. Zombie music set. Like, what is happening? He you is need, my tattoo artist. Yeah, you need no, snakes and skulls. It's like you that's need snakes and skulls. I'm a true. big snake and skull person. <laughs> yeah, and you know whatever. I have, I have a giant knows? snake and skull tattooed on the back of my leg that Emily did, and it's like just a snake. The same thing, like snake coming out of its eyes, blah blah yep. blah. The usual, okay. the usual as one gets. Yeah, okay. and someone's like, "What does that symbolize?" I'm like, "A snake and a something skull. badass." <laughs> the fact I don't that I say just like people are like, "Why'd you get that?" And I'm like, "I don't know. Why does anyone do anything?" Yeah. You know, because you felt like right. it. Yeah. You know, you turn it back on them in a philosophical manner. <laughs> well, what is what does anything mean, yeah. man? You tell me. Uh, what what was the uh, what was the first one you got? Sadly, it was the Rebel Alliance symbol from oh, Star no. Wars. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. And I thought I was the nerd over it here is, for being untattooed. Oh, boy. I am so glad it is so far up my ribs that you okay, could never good. see it. Yeah, that was like... <laughs> second was, to like the Harry Potter symbol. Oof. Like, yeah, I, that is that's very... That's what I pointed yes. to. Yeah. 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 yeah, no, no. Star Wars is above Harry Potter in the, <laughs> in the tattoo pants. Is it? For me. For you. I think... Well, I don't know. But you're also a thirty Harry fucking eight. Tattoo would yeah. be way less cool than a Star Wars tattoo. Yeah. I think that they are the exact same. I, yeah, okay. I, honestly, hey, same, I was trying same, to be. I was trying same, to same playing field, man. Same play. It's like getting a Hobbit tattoo. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, let's. I'm same so level glad. of merch. Yeah, I'm. I'm <laughs> super glad that you shift your toxic fandom from Star Wars to food because, <laughs> I mean, clearly, the, clearly, you needed to make a shift. Well, I do have a Lost tattoo as well, but that one I love very, very much because that's like, lo- like the you know, TV I haven't show seen Lost. Lost, but people like what? Lost. What tattoo do you get? Oh, is it like a Dharma like a, like symbol or something? You know, like when Ben is pushing the donkey wheel to like go. Um, do I yeah, the frozen there. donkey wheel? <laughs> that, that, where, by the way, that was it. Might you might as well get a tattoo of uh you know, like a like Fonzie jumping over a shark because right. that's really where the show just kind of went on another level. I love that show from start to finish. Okay. You're a lost head. Oh, I love time. Lost. You're a lost yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is great? What I'll stand lost, by it too. What do Lost fans call themselves? Definitely Losties, I think. Losties? Losties? I, I'm pretty sure I've heard that before. Okay. It's or better just, than Foodies. Hey, it's better than Foodies. Foodies yeah. is terrible. Foodies is the worst. I do not like Foodie at it's all. It's all Losties. Ease. Swifties, yeah. Swifties. Oh, yes. That's why I respect, and, and we've we've stolen it for yelling about pate. I respect parrot heads, and our fans are pate heads because uh, it's like there's no parrot. 
There's no parrot and Jimmy Buffett in the coral reefers, no, but, but like, I do like it's a lifestyle. But parrot heads are also so unapologetically like right. all about that right. lifestyle. Alcoholics. Yeah, they're just like <laughs> uh, they're invested. Right. Hundred. Shout out to all parrot heads and shout out to all pate heads and all losties. I mean, you know. Also, I don't know you what? know what? Shout out to the sponsor, Ford's Gin. Ford's Gin. Drink it while you're watching Lost. Ford's Gin. Why not have a third martini? You weren't doing anything anyway. Ford's Gin. <laughs> we're, we're working on log lines for our sponsor. We're, we're doing Gin. the best that we can. I still like Ford's Gin. Surprise is for marks and losers. Mm. Yeah. I can't believe how like uh, intelligible, intelligent you guys sound, given how many martinis you have been drinking <laughs> right, tonight. Right, exactly. We've, we've, we're very There's drunk. There's empty gin bottles all over Everywhere. the table. Or, um, so... You know, you're you're now the food tattoo person. It's a burden on your life, I'm sure. It's just, you know what? I was there, and I was closest. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Because, like... Nice. There, there First are, in line. Yeah. Because there are so many people with so many, like, awesome food tattoos. But I was, like, I, I mean, I was just stoked to get some nice pictures taken. Do you ever have, like, chefs? <laughs> Obviously, you're a, a food woman about town. You're at a lot of restaurants. You're with a lot of food people. Do you ever have chefs come up to you, and they're like, uh, yeah, your Never. your leaks are pretty cool, but that, check out my leaks. That would be that's that's when you're like, all right, I got to start wearing long sleeves all the time. Like, yeah. you don't want like no one's gonna go up to you and be like, that's like not something that other chefs do to other chefs. Like, let me let me go see that let me go see that cool artichoke tattoo. Oh, uh, where'd you get that done, brother? I'm like, no, nah. I don't know. I feel like people tattoo people talk about where they get their work done, where they get yeah. their art done, or do it's they? more like it's. I think people talk about like oh, like what people say to you or when they touch you, like on uh, the middle see, of the street. That cool. happened to us. Yeah, at, we were cool. at Bavel, and we were. It was me and you and uh, another buddy of well, ours. Look at yourself. How this, is someone going to supposed well, to resist? No, it's like <laughs> this older gentleman. I, I could see him like like you eyeing me down from like side. And as soon as they as soon as they got up, he like as soon as they got up from their table, they paid their check. He just walked right over to me, no introduction, and just grabbed my arm and turned it over. Like yeah. he he moved me was, around. All right, all right, the only way that that would be kosher if he was like an old sailor man who was like covered in anchor tattoos, and he goes, "Let me see your ink, boy." No, even then I would be like, "No, I'm okay. trying to have a meal right so now." So you're saying he wasn't an old sailor? He was. No, he was old. Okay. I mean, he might have. Did been a he sailor. have tats? Did he have like? No. I got this in Korea after my no, friend no, there died. Was, no, he was just uh, he was just like looking at me and was like. That's oh, so weird. I really like what you're doing with your with your life, I suppose. Yeah. And I was like, thanks, man. I'm just like drinking some Sancerre. Maybe I would just like to be left alone. I want to enjoy my fucking right. like foie holler. Sydney, Please. as a girl, you're probably experiencing way more of that <laughs> in an unwanted, gross way. Yeah. I'm sure that's probably one of the downsides of having all these cool tattoos. Yeah. Uh, no touching. No touching. No, no touching. Grief. No touching. Yeah, uh, tattoos are meant to be admired from afar. Yeah. yeah I mean, I so. I'm happy to answer or any questions. Print, you know? Or in print. <laughs> or in print. Or in print. Yeah. It's um, the girl from the newspaper. <laughs> Grab her arm. Could you imagine someone that like loves the LA Times that much? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Time, timesies. Yeah, timesies. They're called timesies, uh, by yes. the way. The yeah. timesies have come for me. I will say sometimes when I sit at like a sushi bar, like the sushi chef, well, because I have an uni tattoo. I have okay. the uni one and I right. have the prawn one. They probably don't see a lot of uni tattoos coming through yeah. when people sit at the bar. Yeah. There's and probably I, not even a lot of uni tattoos out there. Just I will in say general. Nick from Conby also once was like, oh, you have the same prawn as me. And he did, you know, put his arm up next to me. Okay, but that was all cute. right. But he has a prawn. Yeah. So he's in the club. <laughs> Uh, any any that you seriously regret? Uh, just the Star Wars tattoo, honestly. <laughs> <Okay. Right laughs> no, that, that jumpstart you to knowing that you didn't want Star Wars tattoos yeah. and getting into food tattoos. I like, yeah. I in the article it says that you, you really like unagi. Uh, mm -hmm. For those not to know, that's uh, grilled uh, eel or roasted eel. 
Uh, I don't know if it has to be grilled, but you know, you get it at like a sushi place, you yeah. know, delicious, but like there wasn't a good way to tattoo unagi. So you just got an eel. Yeah. I like that. Perfect. <laughs> I just like wanted to make sure that sea snakes, let's yeah. do it. Right. I'm doing a dragon next week. So that's going to like match with the eel. But oh, yeah. Okay. A dragon, be a dragon roll or a dragon? Just a dragon, but no. a dragon roll would be fun. That'd too. be fun too. <laughs> I think a cool just some tattoo. sushi with like a cool dragon yeah. behind it. I think a cool tattoo of sushi could be cool. Yeah, I just feel like, mm, does the white girl need to get a sushi yeah. tattoo? Okay, see? Mm, You're culturally not. sensitive. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I like Always that. thinking. It's good. <laughs> Always thinking. You have to think now. This right. isn't 2008. You can get, yeah. Right. This isn't the halcyon days of food blogging. <laughs> this is rough and tumble 2021 going into 2022. You can get canceled for a fucking tattoo out here. I just feel like, you know what? There, like I like uh, ingredient tattoos, and there's plenty of other options for me out there. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I think if I was going to get a tattoo, I would probably get a food tattoo because it's like, Food's like the just thing like a, I like, like the chop, most. You know, like a lamb shank. Well, I was like hanging out with these French guys who are like big wine dudes and they all have like wine tattoos. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it looks cool on them. Like but they're wine like, bottles? You're definitely like, not French enough for I a know, wine tattoo. Like, That's the I thing. I like a cool wine glass, I'm like, I'm, like, I'm going to regret that. I'm going to regret yeah. that. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the thing I've always said. You could get like a wine like teardrop no. tattoo. No, 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 just like go real that hard in the paint sick. and get just wine right. spilling. Spilling. I get, get a couple ta- like I, teardrops. I'm, like, I'm just saying. I have one tattoo. It's on my face. No, that's what the kids are doing. just do knuckle dusters and say wine time. Yeah, wine time. No, I, I've always said the one thing I would get would be Wine a pate. classic <laughs> mom in a heart. Mm-hmm. And I would get it like on my upper butt. So mm-hmm. it's covered by my pants, but I could pull it down just to show people without showing my whole ass. Because then I control who see it. Mm-hmm. Your mom. And yes. obviously it's like, <laughs> of course, I'm, first person. I'm always yeah. going to love my mom unless Joyce does something crazy. <laughs> I can't even imagine. I can't imagine Joyce doing it. Always going to love my mom. And like, that's the one thing that will remain constant. Everything else shifting. We live in a world of, you know, everything's crumbling, falling to pieces. But like, you know, your love for your mother remains solid unless she does something crazy. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think that would be fun because it's like, oh, I have a fun tattoo on my butt and it's you my mom. You should do it. Yeah, maybe I'll do it. All butt tattoos are fun. Like, maybe when it's I. true. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. Do you yeah. have ones on your butt? Yeah. But okay. they're not like necessarily super fun. They're just like flowers and well, eucalyptus yeah. and uh, I can't remember what else is on the other side of my butt. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> how you know you have a lot of tattoos. You're like, what is even on what my is ass? On my butt? I don't know. Oh, nasturtium. Nasturtium. Okay, cool. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, also, I think for your first tattoo, the butt, obviously, one of the more least painful places, I would imagine. No, you know what? I feel like the more jiggly it is, like, I feel like arms, legs, no problem. Uh, Yeah. You know, stomach, butt. You're like a hardened (laughs) convict at this point. I don't trust anything you say. (laughs) No problem. Stomach didn't hurt me at all. Like, there are parts of my back. Are you kidding me? Not at all. My chest, my stomach, everything else was like, uh, it was like a breeze. Like, I like would fall asleep. No, my stomach, I was like, nah, right it was, it was great. Oh, I got a little bit more. <laughs> well, you look very cool. I'm going to consider the mom. Uh, obviously, since this is coming out the day before or the day of Thanksgiving, and you are such a recipe pro, do you want to talk Thanksgiving recipes? I mean, I know that you're getting mini kebab, mm-hmm. but like our listeners out there, you know, they don't have it as together as you. They don't have a huge Brooklyn kitchen <laughs> or, or can order mini kebab. Maybe some like pointers or something you've learned from cooking for those huge friendsgivings. I mean, making food for 25 people, that's that's major. It's fun, but I mean, I'm definitely, you know, bootstrapping it. Sure. <laughs> any any kind of Thanksgiving advice you want to give to our listeners? Don't do turkey. Don't do turkey. <laughs> I respect that. Yeah. I re- Don't But do what would turkey. you do instead? A, a ham? A goose? I used to like do a combination of Thomas Keller's fried chicken recipe Ooh. with Martha Stewart's fried chicken. Fried chicken is such a move. Oh. Yeah. I, I feel like a cuvee of fried chicken uh-huh. recipes. You can't go wrong with fried chicken. Yeah. No, I mean, you can't. Yeah. 
It's what about fried turkey though? You're gonna kill yourself. Yeah, that's, that's, gonna, yeah, so that's, big. that's a lot. And that's also, like, you can like get it. No, but what about down? like dismembering it and frying it like you would the, the pieces of chicken? You need what? You, what are you gonna do in a paella pan? Like, you need a lot. Of what are you gonna room. do the chicken in? You're gonna and do it in a fucking. <laughs> I got a deep fryer. No, right. but like a, a Dutch oven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, cast you, iron. You cut up the turkey and do it like you would a chicken. But it's too big. Chicken's more delicious than turkey. That's true. Go guinea. Let's just go smaller. Let's go guinea hen. Yeah. Let's just get smaller and smaller. Quail. Yeah. Thanksgiving quail. I love Thanksgiving quail. Bird. I I support a Thanksgiving pheasant, but I think you're right. I think it goes because like I've always advocated two smaller turkeys to Mm -hmm. keep the juiciness. But even when they're cooked perfectly, maybe they're brine, maybe they're whatever. Even when they're cooked perfectly and really juicy, it's not as good as chicken. Yeah. It'll never be as good as chicken. No. So it's just like we're ch- we're chicken. Ch- chicken knocked it out of the park. But I mean, ch- it's chicken. It's yes, hard chicken to fuck up. Chicken it. crushes yeah. every other uh, every other fowl. I think yeah, but here here's the problem: doing fried chicken can be a little bit intimidating for your normal everyday. Person. Well, that's why I recommend uh, the Thomas Keller method, like all the way through with the brining and everything. Okay. And then Martha Stewart has shout recommend- out to TK. Yep, big time. Um, except Love your for work. The, I suppose, though, except for all of the COVID not friendly dinners and suggesting that. Look, if the governor calls you <laughs> and is like, can I take over your restaurant? You're like, yes. Yeah. Yes, you can. I just oh, I'm going to make $5,000 on one meal or whatever. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. You think that's all they made? Right, $5,000 yeah. at the French Laundry? <laughs> yeah. the you know what I want to talk about? The great wine heist at the French Laundry. That happened. This was pre-COVID. You, you guys heard great, about Wait, this, the right? great wine heist? Yeah. So it was like, they I think it was one like bottle. 20 or seven, yeah. 2017 or 2018. <laughs> They broke into French Laundry. It must have been an inside job or ex-employees because they knew exactly what to take. And they took like hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of wine. Like all their top bottles. Like bottles that were worth like $50,000. I, I love it. I know. I was like, I want to do like a podcast. If like a true if crime you were, podcast. If you were going to heist should. anything. I know. If you were going to heist anything, I think wine would definitely be on the top oh of that Oh my list. You wouldn't God. hit a bank or like <laughs> well, no. something like Here's fancy. the problem. No. Here's wine. the problem. Because I'm also. Wine sellers. I'm also obsessed with that. Like, Watch out, Diamond Helens. heist that happened at the. Uh, the uh, airport there in the, in the mid aughts, which is a very interesting story. But like the problem with me was I would heist the wine and then I would like drink a $50,000 bottle of wine later that night. I'd be like, ah, oh, fuck. I drank it. Yeah. It's gone. And then now. you can't resell it to a rich guy for way more money. So. No. How Here's do you even nice find bottle. the guy to, to buy? This, <laughs> the wine the black 50, market is, yeah. is, uh, it's alive and well. I, I guess, I guess that's probably, I know true. a guy. I, I'll, I'll put you in touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got 50k just like blowing a hole in my pocket. So please, <laughs> definitely. Um, so yeah, do fried chicken. I think that's a very good. Yeah, and like, you can fry it, it beforehand and then put it in the oven and it'll stay crispy. Yeah, you, yeah, like it I, holds. Yes, it'll totally. Hold. Now I or just do a cold. Mm. I love cold fried cold chicken. Cold fried chicken is great. Mm-hmm. Also, you know what? If you're really just not savvy, shake and bake. Fuck it. Why yeah. not? Dude? Shake and bake's kind of fun. It's like it has yeah. its like certain charm. We were talking or about KFC or, or Popeyes. We were mm. talking about burgers earlier, and I, I've been thinking about this. I love cold fried chicken. I love cold pizza. Mm. Cold burger, probably mm-hmm. the worst thing in the world. Why is that? Depends on how drunk I am. Because I have yeah, eaten like because a old... cold burger it actually can taste yeah. good. It just depends. What no, but kind. like it can't be We're like a smash. Sober. It can't be like a smash <laughs> burger. I love cold fried chicken, like legitimately. Sometimes I like it even better than hot. Cold pizza, delicious. Well, maybe you're just a hater. No, but I'm saying a cold burger is disgusting. I am thinking of like the congealed oh, like American dis- cheese. Yes, it's, maybe that's why. Maybe, but pizza has cheese. But it's not American, maybe, so it's mm, not as plastic. What if you're not getting a, a burger with American cheese? What if it's not from the Burger King? There's no way a cold burger from Burger... No, no cold burger has ever been good. And I, I'm always getting a burger with American cheese. <laughs> I don't know. Sharp cheddar. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love... I mean, American cheese is great. When it's like, it's like melt, like 
first melted on I love that we're mm-hmm. in this golden age of fried fish sandwiches where now yeah. everyone's putting that slice of American cheese on the fried fish because it harkens back to that filet of fish nostalgia. Obviously, I'm thinking Little Fish, but Ototo's doing one. Mm-hmm. We got All Day Baby doing one. I mean, we're, we're in a serious fried fish sandwich moment right now. Would you guys do American cheese on the apple pie? Have you guys done I've that? I've done it. American cheese on the yeah. apple pie? Mm-hmm. I don't think it adds wow. a ton. I mean, it's fine. Or no. cheddar cheese, I guess, is what they actually You can't do. beat ice cream on pie. That's the thing. It's like, yeah. ice cream on pie is one of the best things in the world. Ice cream it's on like, pie is very good. Oh, put really cheese like on it? Like, I'm not like a pie person. What? I'm, just, I'm not just like eating pie. I wish I could eat pie every day. Like, I wish I, I could eat pie. Yeah. Nah. Pie over cake, just Always. fuck Well, cake, cake sucks. Yeah. Fuck, fuck right. cake, dude. And fuck muffins, too. But, but like, just, like, muffins are just little cakes. So you'd rather just have plain ice cream than ice cream pie? Uh, honestly, kind of, yeah. Okay. Like plain I, vanilla I, ice cream? I mean, maybe a little honey or some salt on top of it. Okay. You know what I mean? but my favorite ice cream is ice butter ice pecan. I love butter pecan because I'm a 90-year-old Jewish man at heart. Um, I, I like lo- pistachio. I so it's like pistachio. Yeah. Any nut-based ice cream, yeah. by the way. You're putting honey on ice cream. Yeah, why not? Why? Because it's good. I mean, why, why does you anyone would take do, a scoop? Why of, does anyone do anything? It okay, goes back to that. Why does it go, it. anyone do you anything? You take a scoop of vanilla and put honey on it. I, I mean, I could, and I would be happy about it. Do you put it on butter pecan ice cream? No, butter pecan is a is a <laughs> perfect like, product. So much, yeah. No, butter pecan is good as is. Like I don't, I don't do anything to butter pecan. I'm, I'm a simple man when it comes to desserts. I don't. You I don't are, like. You the, are but a simple. I don't man. like the to, the big to do. Okay, you know? so you're getting mini kebab. What about dessert? Um, we're getting a we're getting an apple pie from Proof. I'm picking that Ooh. up. And I'm gonna make tiramisu. Very good. And you're gonna good. put a bunch of. Aww. American cheese on yep, top. Yep, 100%. <laughs> do, you, do you think it adds? No, or is it I a just, novelty? No, it's a novelty. Yeah. I mean, it's fun to be like cheese, and there's always one right. person that's like, what? Right. And, and then they, they eat it, they're like, what? Yeah. You're doing what? Yeah, well, like people that like don't like, I guess initially consider right. the sweet People that don't read thing. the food blogs. They're not yeah. up on the latest trends. <laughs> yeah, or people that are just generally a lot healthier than me and don't right. put cheese it's on their dessert. Like, you monster. <laughs> and you're like, I have a tattoo of it. I have yeah. to do it. It's on my ass somewhere, I think. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think this, the one of the reasons why this season is so great is because pie is ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. It's just like we're all expected to eat pie. And yes, I'm with you. We're I would, all expected I wish I could to eat, eat I wish I could eat pie every single fucking day. <laughs> but like uh, that would burden your life and your and your professional and personal relationships in a way that might not be tenable. But, you know, I So are you getting pie? I'm go- so I'll be on Joshua Tree. Send you are me gonna Joshua have pie. Tree. You're going to be making pizzas. So That's true. It's a kind of pie. Right. I am bringing the pizza oven that Top 10 guest Tommy B gave me. I will be making pizzas. I don't know if I'm going to be making pizzas on Thanksgiving, but I will be making pizzas. Um, and if anyone has any Joshua Tree Pyrex, where do you get a pie in the high desert, folks? I don't know. There is Stater, nothing there's out there. There's Stater Brothers, I think, yeah. around. <laughs> Stater Brothers? Well, this is, this is actually a good... Why, why don't you uh, break down some of your favorite pies in the city? Because I know you're very in the know. You have your finger on the pulse, as all good food bloggers do. Um, what, what, what would be some of your top pies? Um, I mean, I love the pies from Goldberger. Um, ah, shout out to Goldberger. Damn, yeah. They are good. Alan's wife makes them. And they just opened a location in Los Feliz next to the mm-hmm. uh, movie theater. Sure there. Yeah, Do they yeah. have pie at that location? Because it's a small window. Yeah, I think that they have it. Like, they bake it all at the Highland Park one, but they okay. have it at the, the Los Feliz one. Okay. They also have, talking about burgers, they have really good pie at Cassell's, the original one in Koreatown mm-hmm. by your house, and yes. maybe the one downtown, too. I'm, I'm assuming I they have them there. I don't think downtown exists. Anymore. Okay. <laughs> I think it's closed. Aww. Well, you know, top 10 guest Christian 
moved on from Gusell. So Sunrise, what's sunset. going on down there? Yeah, but the pie is very good, or it used to be. Uh, uh, yeah, because yeah. his wife made them. I'm not a food <laughs> blogger yeah, anymore. Yeah. I'm not a food blogger. I'm not up on what's happening. Yeah, man, come on, just uh, no. Read but, an article. Uh, you, know, you know what sake, I will man. say? You know what I will say? Yeah, crack a blog once and now and again. No, I will say that uh, that pie at Found Oyster. Have you had mm, that? The key lime pie? It's fucking insane. You know who else makes good key lime pie is Moose Craft Barbecue. Shout out to mm. Moose. Yeah, Michelle makes amazing. I, for some reason, when key lime hits, it just hits. Yeah, it's I don't so know. good. It's so fucking good. And like the, 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 there's such a world of difference between like the classic key lime you get at like the supermarket or even mm-hmm. just like bad restaurants. Yeah. And like the fresh shit, like. That I'm, good I'm, shit. I'm that like pure being, shit. I'm like being refreshed. I'm like being refreshed by a pie. Yeah. It's like I'm I'm I feel like alive again. It's I like don't know. biting into a York peppermint patty. It is. <laughs> it, it, yeah. It's exhilarating. I feel like I'm on top of the mountain. <laughs> I I fucking love key lime. There was this recipe years ago that I found in the New York Times, and it's called Atlantic Beach Pie. Have you guys heard of that? No. no. So you Do use go like on. you use saltine crackers as the crust, and it's basically like just lemon like curd kind of okay it is so good you, i can, I can get on board with that just because yeah. i love saltines so yeah very much. i love saltines i know a lot of people are frying saltines at fancy restaurants okay. that's the thing but are you what? are you adding sugar for the saltine pie crust or you're keeping it saltine it's just saltines and like butter basically like graham cracker but instead of graham cracker it's saltine that sounds also i like uh, saltine fans being saltinis <laughs> To all my saltinis out there, saltinis, this one's for yeah, you. That makes sense. All my yeah, saltinis, works. do I have the pie for you? That actually sounds good. That sounds great. Just curd and like, it's basically just like curd on bread or like a it's re- cracker. Yeah, because it's a really, really sweet, like key lime pie, but yeah. then really salty because of the saltines. Shit. And then you have extra saltines to eat, you know, for soup or whatever later. Because <laughs> like, how often do you actually buy? I haven't bought saltines until and I also, made that also, when recipe. you buy saltines, it's not like you can buy a little bit of saltines. No. It's like four giant fucking sleeves of saltines. Truly. And you have to buy the can of Cheese Whiz to eat with it. And if you, because if you don't, so you go good. to jail. It's so good. It's punishable by death <laughs> in some states. It's so funny. The last time I actually purchased saltines was the last time that I was like really, really hungover years ago. And I remember I woke up and I was like, if I don't get a Gatorade and a sleeve of saltines yeah. in me in 15 minutes, I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah. And I ate an entire sleeve of saltines and pounded a lemon lime Gatorade. Felt like a million dollars. They're so buttery. Like you forget like how rich they are. Cause when you're a kid, you're like, these are tasteless and bland. But when you get them, you're like, they are good. Have you yeah. seen fancy? It's usually like a seafood place where they fry the saltines and then I've they serve it with like a fish dip. I've never seen that. Oh, it's so good. No, I've never seen it. It's great. Sounds insane. I didn't know you could Well, fry you guys clearly aren't on the food You can fry anything, <laughs> true. man. You guys clearly aren't on the food blogs like I am because fried saltines are hot right now, guys. All right. Uh, I'm going to take your word for it. Yeah. I'm just going to keep enjoying saltines the way I enjoy very, saltines. It's very good. So, uh, you know, take that. Take that to the bank, There's listeners. There's a place in Brooklyn we'd go to, and you can bring anything in, and they'll fry it. And it was like some what? kind of like British place. It's like Uncle Moe's family That's the feedback. best, yeah. man. That idea for a business I've ever heard. Here's a wine you bottle. Fry, fry this. Yeah. Hey, I'll fry fucking anything. It doesn't even have to be food. You bring in a fucking shoe. You could like pick anything off the menu as well, like pizza, whatever. They would what? try it. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Does it still exist? Yeah, God, I can't remember the name of it, but anyone, I mean, oh there's, there were two God. of them. We're going to find it out and post it. It might in be the called Atlantic Chip Shop. It was like a British place. Okay. And they had like British candy too. Come on, those guys. We'll fry, we'll fry all comers. <laughs> I mean, that's a great idea. I'm so me. glad you've never been cast as a, as a British what? person. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? Okay, so you're just like. I'm sorry, is Jason Statham here? Oi! I know, right? Oi! I can. The oi sounds pretty good. Does it? 
I'm better at doing a posh British accent. Mm. I'm, a, you know, an upper crust man who would never fry a pie slice at a shop on <laughs> the street. Getting, it's getting a little better. Damn. I do. It's like f- it's like very have, like 1800s. I have British, a maid though. at home who fries. Okay, my now belongings. do now do Hugh Grant. Now, you were just <laughs> I can't doing, do the Hugh Grant. Come on, Daniel man! All you gotta do is stumble on it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I've abandoned my pie. Yeah. Uh, I can't. Oh, do, yeah, I can't do Hugh Grant. I can't do. You can do that. Um, I've abandoned my box. <laughs> the Irish is a bit easier because it's a bit of a sing song. <laughs> you come in and you sing a little song about frying. This pie. is why you don't get voiceover work. I'm just oh, saying right know. now. It's, uh, that's, that's, send us some emails about Carl's accents, guys. Well, it, it, there's a shop down on Eighth. They'll fry anything you bring in. Does your mom do an Irish accent for fun? No. I feel like my mom like yeah. loves to do an Irish accent really? for fun, like, and it's terrible. Damn, I'm in I'm in <laughs> mom level of comedy yeah, over yeah. here right now. <laughs> Shit. All right. Well, that is the best business model I've ever heard. I hope it's still there. Uh, I'm going to try to find that. Yeah. What, what, is there like a limit? Like what have you brought, brought in like a block of cheddar? I mean. Like a cinder block size block of cheddar. I wasn't on a mission to find the limit, mm. but I'm sure there is. Mm. You, there has <laughs> to you be. didn't push far enough. <laughs> yeah. It's like not... the end of the flat earth. There's a limit mm, to where okay, it goes. Right. You could fall off the you edge. You fall off the edge. What would I want to bring in? I mean, I think a slice of pie. There used to be a place, I think it was an SF, that was like a really high end milk uh, like milkshake place and you they had really good pies and you mm. could you, you, he would just take a slice of pie and blend the whole slice into the milkshake perfect it was so fucking good I can't remember <laughs> that place name this was years ago it might not even exist anymore blendy McPies I think like a slice of pie fried would be probably the first thing I would bring in but a slice of pizza that could be interesting a fried slice of pizza a fried slice of pizza Sounds decadent. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this chocolate chip cookie right here, I could fry the shit out of this. I'm trying to good. think of, like, I mean, like, marshmallow. Fried Oreos are good. I've had fried Oreos at, like, a fair. Yeah, of course. Yeah, those, those are delicious. That. Fried Snickers, delicious. I feel like they fried everything. Yeah, they yeah, fried everything. We've, we've exhausted <laughs> Iowa, everything that could be fried. Iowa fried everything. We got nothing left. Yeah, Stick of butter, they do. Yeah. <laughs> I think that I've seen fried pie, like, coated in, like, cinnamon sugar at, like, a fair as well. I ate a whole stick of butter unfried on a bet once. Stop. Totally fine. Totally fine? Totally fine. Shut yeah. No, no way. lingering yep. effects. He didn't go blind but in one I was eye. A very Did you wrap it in tortilla and eat it, or no. did you just... Straight just up. Straight like a banana. Up. But I, look... Wait, 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 hold on. But this is actually very important. Is it Was it salted or unsalted mm, butter? You know, I can't recall. This was college. Mm, I was very drunk. No, there you go. I... Uh, the, the idea of just... Did you do you chew it? Does it melt? <laughs> I, I think it was somewhat cold, so I was taking like chomps out of it like a banana. It's pretty gross, yeah. but like I got it down. That's 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 bad. And I didn't get sick. That's I, amazing. I feel like I you should have. Look, the, the, <laughs> we've we've been over this. The ability of of what I be, used to be able to eat when yeah, I was no, a young man yeah. is insane. You can still eat a lot. Though. I mean, I'm I can still eat a lot by the I, way you If eat. I ate a, a stick of butter right now, I would die immediately. <laughs> I mean, I would just die. I would, I would perish we'll on spot. We're going to find out. I'm going to bring you some Burger King and a stick of butter. Which one would you eat first out of the two? I, I, might, ah. I might eat the stick of butter. Ah, you are. Ah. No way. No way. Burger King is Did you try to do the gallon of milk thing? I, fuck that. No. Why? <laughs> Why would anyone do that? That's like the cinnamon thing. What are you doing? I could you excel at, at well. this, but I wouldn't want to, is an oyster eating contest. Because I feel like... I, you know, I've probably in one sitting eaten, you know, maybe 40 oysters but over the course of several hours. But like, I feel like in one sitting, I could easily eat a hundred oysters, but it would ruin oysters for me. That's and I love them it so much that I'm not willing to do it, but I could probably dominate in an oyster. Think I think so? even 50, like in a sitting is a lot. 50 is, yeah. I mean, Honestly, I could do 50 with like straight out of bed. Honestly, even two dozen is a lot of yeah. oysters to eat Two dozen sitting. is like an appetizer. I no, eat two dozen. Uh, I'm like, I want another two dozen right now. 
That's 50 right there, pretty much. I could do two dozen, like, shrimp cocktail for sure. Oh, my God. Yeah. Don't get me sick. I could do two dozen, thing. like, fried shrimp. Mm-hmm. That's another <laughs> thing. I, I, would, I would dominate the shrimp cocktail eating, but then I would be so sick that mm-hmm. I, would, I would hate shrimp for the rest of my life. Absolutely. And I'd never forgive myself. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> and crunchy. That's my holiday pick for any Christmas holiday. Just, mm-hmm. you know, we've, co- we've, yeah. we've been over this before. It's the perfect food. It's the best. With a martini. I mean, god damn. Ford's gin martini and I think a I might have to ring? get some shrimp cocktail Come over at Taylor's on. tonight when I go. Well, I'll <laughs> tell you, when I was with my family, I made shrimp cocktail and I did like, you know, I did the, I poached the shrimp. I made like a bath with Old Bay and celery, and then I, I poached them and did the whole thing. It's so easy. Yeah. It's, it's so easy to do. You don't have to buy pre-cooked shrimp. Obviously, you can, and it's delicious. But, you know, if you want to like make it a little more special, be like, hey, I, I cooked the shrimp. Mayday was guys. selling like the best like pre-made. Shout out to cocktail. Top 10 Guest, Chris Croner. Oh, my God. The co- shrimp cocktail they were making. So good. So good. So fucking good. Yeah. Yeah, just order for Mayday. What, what are we even... Absolutely. You don't have to do any work. Order for <laughs> Mayday. Don't overthink this. Order for Mayday. Get really drunk on Ford's Gin Martinis. Tell your family what you really think about them. And you know, it's about may- time they found out. And you know what? When you're, when you're pretty sauced, maybe you all go get a tattoo together. Maybe that'll bring you together yeah. as a family. Just yeah. a bunch of shrimp cocktail. We all got nasturtiums on our asses in 2021, <laughs> and we've never been closer. Sounds like a nice night um, with your mom. I think we should wrap this up. Uh, let's uh, tell the good listeners where they can find you. You're at Crepes of Raff yep. on Twit on uh, Instagram. On Instagram, not on Twitter. You have one of the best. <laughs> you have one of the best follows because your food pictures are all amazing, and it's mostly just food pictures. And my dogs. And your dogs, which are <laughs> so <Perfect>. adorable. <laughs> Top two Thank things you. on Instagram. Uh, follow Sydney at Crepes of Raff. Follow me at Carl Hess. Follow Joel at Joel David Miller. Yep. You can follow the pod at Yap Pod on Instagram. Uh, you know, we're posting stuff all the time. We got the Amuse Boost show coming up at Melody on December 2nd. We're going to have Little Fish making the fish sandwich with that fucking nice American cheese on it. We're going to have Molly doing the pastrami tacos. We got Dana Gould doing stand-up comedy along with some very funny other people. We're going to be doing Perones. We're going to be doing Perones. Uh, you can follow Spreading the word. at Amuse LA on Instagram and buy tickets there. It's going to be very fun. Come on out. Um, have a great Thanksgiving, whether it be today or tomorrow, whenever this episode airs. Um, Who knows? Eat, drink, be merry. Um, make some fried chicken. Yes. Make some great. fucking shrimp cocktail. Uh, drink several Ford's gin martinis and, uh, you know, I can guarantee you'll feel great. I'm going to be eating this entire pack of cookies after I have like five martinis and it's going to be fantastic. They freeze great. So just, Oh perfect. shit. Yeah. That won't even make it to the freezer. <laughs> I'm going to fry, no I'm going to fry these motherfuckers. <laughs> Sydney, thank you so much for coming yeah, on. Thank Thanks you. for having me. A pleasure. Um, you can see all her cool tattoos, mostly on her Instagram, probably not the ass ones, but like most of them. There's one on there. There's one on there. There you go. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, check out Carl's new ass tattoo. Right, exactly. back shortly. Yo, if I get mom on my ass, you're all seeing that. Everyone's so don't even worry about that. Right. I really like the mackerel on your thigh. I'm a big mackerel guy. So Thank you. Me shout too. out to your thigh My mackerel. Favorite. Love go. fucking mackerel. Um, as always, go on iTunes. Leave a rating. Leave a re- you got to do it. I know you. I say it, and you're like, okay, Carl. Yeah, I'll do. It. But you no, should do it. You got to do it. The algorithm must be satiated. Please it runs the gods. on broken souls and reviews. Um, go on there and uh, as always thank you for listening thanks to the sponsor Ford's Gin enjoy your holidays and uh, we'll be back next week I'll eat something delicious